0: hey guys welcome back to another episode of the meeting mental health podcast i'm your host tiffany and in this episode i want to discuss being supportive and being supportive specifically to those that are dealing with uh, mental health issues you know i had a request that i talk about this topic and i am happy to do so so here we are um i think this is a topic that is very important and one that many can relate to. You know, I think most of us can recall a time or two when we haven't felt supported or maybe we've felt misunderstood. Maybe our feelings or what we've been going through have been sort of minimized in some way. So how can we be supportive? You know, how can we support someone who might be dealing with or struggling with their mental health? And even if they're not currently struggling and they seem to have everything under control and they might be doing good for a while, and now they are struggling again or even You know, anyone, anyone that might be going through a difficult time, a difficult situation, issues at school, at work, a loss, whatever it might be, how do we let people know that we care? How do we let them know it's okay and that we're there for them? You know, how do we show empathy? And that showing empathy, you know, for some people that might come naturally, but it's not always that easy for everyone. And this doesn't just go for the people who don't suffer mental illness. It's not just for those who don't struggle with mental health issues. This is for everyone because even those of us who do have mental health issues and we may face similar issues ourselves, that doesn't necessarily mean that we know how to be supportive or that we know all the right things to do and say. You know, So you're not excused here, sorry. Um, Sometimes we can ourselves be wrapped up so tightly in our own issues and our own problems that we really fail to see past that haze and we fail to realize that other people can be struggling and going through a tough time themselves, you know, so they also need a little extra support. But, and I'm just speaking generally here, you know, I'm not trying to lump anyone into any category, but it's true. You know, some people are just a little less mindful and a little less aware than others. But that being said, what does it actually mean to emotionally support each other? You know, we have to be able to support each other, both physically and mentally. We can't just be there for someone physically. You know, you can't just be there in the room and everything be okay. Um, We have to be there emotionally as well. And by that, we have to be able to express encouragement and have compassion, show that empathy, and sometimes give a little reassurance. You know, things like that really do go a long way. Like I said, for some people, this kind of thing comes more naturally. Some people are just naturally more nurturing than others. Um, And some people might have good intentions or they think that they're being helpful, but sometimes you might end up causing more harm than good, you know? And in some situations, people are really just toxic and they're just assholes and they lack any awareness at all for themselves or anyone else. So I think with a little self-awareness and maybe a little practice, everyone can sort of learn how to be supportive. Of course, if they choose that they want to be, you know? So I'm gonna go over some helpful tips that I found online, see? I'm doing the work for you here. All you have to do is sit back and listen. But first, you guessed it, it's time for a little short educational segment. And I'm going to call this segment, What Not To Say. I'll say it again for the people in the back. This is called What Not To Say. All right, we should avoid saying things like this. Um, just get over it. Nobody wants to hear that. I don't think that that type of advice has helped anyone, ever. Uh, Think positive or don't be so negative. Gee, thanks Susan, I didn't think of that. Why didn't I think of that myself, you know? Or just be happy. Thanks Karen, you must know Susan. Snap out of it or just walk it off. Uh, Insert the eye roll here. You have so much to be happy about, others have it worse or it could be worse, you know? Now, with saying things like that, you've just made them feel even shittier and guilty for feeling the way that they do. And to some people, some of these things might feel like they're, you know, being helpful. They might think that they're helpful things to say, but they're really not. These are some examples of what is referred to as toxic positivity. Toxic positivity is the belief that no matter how difficult the situation is, people should maintain a positive mindset. Now, I don't know what planet that's true on, but it's not here. That is just not reality. And honestly, I question anyone who thinks that way. Anyway, those are just some of the main ones that you might hear. And then we have the insensitive assholes category um, out there who say things like, oh, don't be dramatic or you're just looking for attention. These are the type of people that we want to immediately remove from our lives, you know, or at least your inner circle. They are not, they should not be part of your support system. If anyone has ever said anything to you like this, bitch them now. Get rid of them. You do not need that kind of energy in your life. And if you are one of those people that has said this to someone else, I need you to stop, take a good hard look at yourself in the mirror, and reevaluate some things. Anyway, I'm done now. Rant is over. Of course, I want to throw a little story time in there for you. Um, so here goes. This is my uh, experience with some toxic stuff. Um... I mentioned in my therapy episode that the first time I went, I really wasn't taking it seriously and that I was in a bad relationship, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, remember that one? Anyway, so that relationship was as toxic as it gets. And that's like the primary reason I was going to therapy in the first place. And the person I was seeing at the time was dealing with a lot of mental health issues themselves, but they weren't getting help. And perhaps I had a tendency to gaslight. I know, I said it was toxic. Anyway, it was very bad. But when I was going to therapy, and trying to or attempting to better myself instead of you know just sitting there and doing nothing, instead of this person being happy and supportive that I was going to therapy, they said to me in this very like sarcastic, pissed off tone, like, oh, I'm happy you're feeling better now since you're going to therapy. I'm like, what? Who says that to somebody, someone they're dating, as if they were mad that I was getting help? I mean, this is probably like one of the least supportive things to say. It's like one of those backhanded compliments. You know what I mean? Um, As if there was something wrong with me like bettering myself. Like I did something wrong. Like I was stopping them from feeling better. It was very bad. Very toxic. Jealousy, my opinion, it's like abusive. You know, verbally abusive. Anyway, if you ever try to make someone feel bad because they're trying to make the make themselves better, that is just not okay. So no one should put up with anything like that. Unfortunately, I did for way too long because I was young I was dumb and a glutton for punishment, I guess. But anyway, that's just one of many examples. I'm sure if I thought long and hard about it, I could think of more, but I really don't wanna do that to myself. Anyway, back to the topic, being supportive and what that looks like. Here are some helpful tips that I got from healthline.com. For those who are naturally supportive, these might things might come as a no-brainer, but not everyone's like that, so here it goes. First, we wanna ask questions, open-ended questions. Do you wanna talk about it? How have you been? Things like that. Once you ask the questions, make sure that you listen and listen actively, empathetically. You know, asking a question isn't enough. Um, Things like body language and nodding along, summarizing what they've said, they all play a part in having good listening skills. When you're listening, you should validate what they're saying. You know, It lets them know that you understand their perspective Something like, that sounds upsetting, or I can understand why you're stressed out, things like that. Um, In dealing with somebody that's, you know, having an issue, try not to judge. Don't judge them. You know, they've already done enough judging for themselves. They don't need you to add any fuels to that fire. When it comes to advice, skip it. Um, As much as we want to be helpful, sometimes it's really not. People don't really want advice unless they ask for it. So things like compliments, supporting their decisions, avoiding minimizing. One of my biggest pet peeves, offer affection to close family and friends, of course. Don't just go around hugging and kissing any old body. We still got Miss Rona out there. Uh, things like nice gestures and planning activities and really simple check-ins. Let people know that you care. So the moral here is is that there is positive support and there's negative support. Um, I think we should all strive to give each other as much positive support as we can. Let's be mindful of the things that we say to each other and keep in mind that just because you think you're being helpful or supportive, it doesn't always come across that way. You know, if we work on being emotionally supportive to each other, the message that you're not alone is much, much clearer. So that's all I have for this topic. That is my take on being supportive. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out. As always, until we meet next time, thank you for listening and have a great day.